from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Credit unions don't necessarily need to offer special loan products or pride-themed debit cards in order to effectively serve LGBTQ members. Instead, make them feel special by making sure they know the credit union cares for and respects them. That's the secret sauce, says Linda Bodie. I'm Jennifer Plager, a senior editor with CUNA News. I recently talked with Bodie, CEO of 55 Million Asset Element Federal Credit Union in Charleston, West Virginia, and one of the co-founders of CU Pride, an organization that advocates for the LGBTQ community in the credit union movement. Bodie talked about CU Pride and its mission, how credit unions can serve members of the LGBTQ community, what Element Federal is doing, and more. So Linda, why don't we start talking about CU Pride? Can you tell me a little bit about what it is, what its mission is, and and how it came about? Sure. So I guess CU Pride first officially formed at GAC this past March. We had our inaugural meeting. That was kind of the kickoff to what could an organization like this look like? Is it needed? And we were just overwhelmed with the number of people who had responded. We had actually talked about this for a couple of years, but nothing formed, nothing happened. But something happened at that GAC event where we just got people together and everybody was on board for making this credit union pride organization succeed and that there was an actual need for it. So that's, that's the very short story of how it came to be. After that inaugural meeting, we, the founders, we got together and and started, okay, now that we know that this organization there's a need for it. What will it do and what does it stand for? So we came up with four things that we wanted to focus on and purposes of the organization. And the first purpose was to create a network and promote the visibility of LGBTQ individuals in the credit union industry, because that doesn't really exist right now. There might be little pockets of organizations, but nothing that spreads across the entire credit union industry, and even our vendors, partners, and regulatory agencies, there's just no, there's no kind of umbrella. Everybody's doing their own thing. So we kind of wanted to make a connection for everyone. And the second thing was to provide a safe but brave place for communion and discussion. And that word communion was very deliberate because we really want people to care and to ask questions and not be afraid, not being afraid of saying the wrong thing or asking the wrong question. We really want this to be a place where you can come with any question, any idea, and have a discussion that's not threatening, but something like people really don't know things. Give them a chance to ask questions and educate them. And a third reason for the formation of the group was to create a forum for allies and social change agents. Again, there are plenty of people out there who are very interested in creating an organization like this and making change throughout the industry. So we definitely wanted to involve our allies as well, because as you know, minority groups don't normally change things on their own. It takes takes everyone, and allies are very important. And then the fourth 
point was to promote inclusivity and consciousness through programs, education, and networking. So this is probably the bullet point that is being more developed because, again, we just started this group and we're feeling our way through what we're going to do and what the future looks like. So if I'm, if I'm understanding you correctly, this is really an organization that's aimed at folks who work within the credit union movement, not necessarily the members that the credit unions are serving, but those who work within the credit union movement, correct? Yes, this, this organization is for the credit union movement, yes. Why is it important to have an organization like this in place? You know, LGBTQ community is spread throughout every facet of life. And the credit union community obviously has these individuals involved both in working for, advocating for, and being members of credit unions. Yet there's, again, there's not this umbrella type organization. We're actually being out and talking about this in the industry. There might be employer groups at each individual credit union, but there's nothing that the credit union industry is doing overall that is promoting it industry-wide. So we just felt like this was a piece that was missing And from a personal perspective, I've been in the credit union industry for 21 years. One of my questions was, where are all the gay people? Anytime I'd go to conferences or meetings or anything, it just seemed like there weren't other people. Or if they were there, they were not out. And there was never much discussion about the community within the credit union industry. So just think it's time or probably past time that we had an organization that advocates for credit union professionals, the people who work in credit unions. So they have resources because it's still not an easy place to be if you're in the community and your credit union or employer or whoever is not accepting of you. Sue Pride, that idea has been talked about for a while now, but that first meeting happened at GAC. So it's still fairly new, but what's the response been like so far? So far, it's been phenomenal. We are spreading the word through credit unions, through credit union media, and we have reached hundreds of people so far that we know of. We're also hosting a virtual CU Pride event to do something and attract people and see, okay, what are our needs? What are people looking for? Because we know it's there, but now we just have to refine the message and refine what we're going to offer or what we want to achieve. The response has been phenomenal and we definitely know that this is something that credit union professionals do want to participate in. What kind of advice do you have for credit unions on how they can reach out to this community and be supportive and inclusive and and serve the needs that they have? It's actually pretty easy to do this if you genuinely want to do it. If this is just something you just want to take on passively or say, well, we just need to make sure that we offer this, I would recommend not doing it. You need to be genuine and authentic. And the first place to start is actually with your credit union and form a LGBTQ focused group at your credit union to talk about Number one, what can you do for your employees? Number two, what about your members? What can we do for them? And also to understand the community. 
So actually having people in the community to help you understand both from an employer perspective and a member perspective about what the needs are. And it's going to be different for each credit union. Start talking, have the discussion. That's basically number one. If you don't know how to do it yourself, then you can reach out for other resources to help you get the ball rolling. Are there special needs that that the LGBTQ community has, or is it kind of more along the lines of thinking, what do we have to do in our processes to be more inclusive? I think the needs of the community are the same as anyone else because LGBTQ persons are involved in every facet of life and every gender, every everything. So to single out any special products, there aren't really any special products that want the same thing. They need a car loan. They need a house. They need whatever they need. But I think it comes more in the how you treat the individuals. Obviously, kindness and respect for, hey, you're in the LGBTQ community. I get it. And we're here for you. There's no judgment. There's no shaming. There's no feeling uncomfortable. So that's where you need to create an atmosphere that is welcoming. Also, learning how to talk with people is important. Husband and wife versus boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't know, whatever terminology, maybe you're using the wrong terminology. That might be something to be educated on just to ensure that you are treating these persons with the same regard that you would treat straight persons. And for credit unions that maybe they're struggling with some of those those ideas of the terminology or, or how to create that welcoming atmosphere, what kind of advice do you have for them? Well, definitely if they don't have any resources available to them where they are, there are plenty of national organizations and now CU Pride who can connect them with organizations or individuals who can counsel them and talk to them about how they can better serve the community if that's something they wish to do. So there are plenty of resources. Just reach out and talk to someone. And Linda, anything that I'm forgetting to ask about this topic or that you think is important to mention? Well, if you want to know what we're doing at our credit union, at Element, we've been doing this for a long time. The LGBTQ community has been part of our community for, well, since I've been here, so 20 plus years. We are very involved with our community events and causes, and we work locally with our LGBTQ groups. So we stay very connected and very involved. We talked about special products, I guess. Some of the neat things that we do is we offer pride-themed debit and credit cards. So they can have the rainbow image or they can create their own image. Another thing we do is in our advertising, we make sure that our models or our images of people include the spectrum of people, not just male and female couples, but female, female, male and male, to ensure that even our general marketing is reaching everyone and and that we're not just pegged into this straight only kind of advertising. So there are little things that you can do that will make a difference. And those are some of the little things is, you know, how are you going to connect with people and how are you going to make them feel welcome? And what is going to make them feel special? So if you know the secret for making certain members feel special, 
then this is just another part of your your secret sauce to your credit union is to make sure that your members know that you care about them and they're treated with respect. When a credit union decides to create this welcoming atmosphere and do the little things, like you said, to make folks feel special, where does it start? Does it start at top with the leadership? Does it start more at the member service level? Like who owns that decision to, we want to reach out to this community and make them feel welcome and make them feel special? Where does it start? I think it can start anywhere in your organization. It could start at the lower level. It could start with your membership. It could start anywhere, but ultimately your CEO and your leadership team and your board need to be on board with it because just because somebody suggests it, if your leadership doesn't buy into it, doesn't want to do it, it's not going to move anywhere. So I think it's pivotal to ensure the success of your program and you're reaching out to the community and have your leadership team on board. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.